Hello, it's Graham Cove with another My Music. I'm going to be speaking to my friend Fred in a second. Uh, but first, let's see the man and his laptop and his accessories because that's what you really want to see. <laughs> I need to get going, man. I'll see you later. That is the the future of the office. Nice, Fred. I want I want that stand, and I want that dude's black robe. Cause yeah, because it's quite cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, we could probably sort you out the stand. I'm not sure about the robe. He might right. actually well, need that. One, but, one out um, of two ain't bad. I'll take it. No, absolutely. Um, <laughs> but there you go. You know, people that people are changing the way they work on a daily basis. Apparently. By 2035, there will be over a billion digital nomads on the planet. That's quite scary, isn't it? Holy shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not gonna, we're not gonna <clears throat> all work in offices anymore. Is that is that a good thing? Do you think uh, to mankind? Well, I wouldn't know because I've never worked in an office. So, yeah, well, there you by, go. By, by choice, but probably, probably. Yeah, I mean, in terms of you as a creative and you as a musician over the years, has it been, you know, fundamentally important for you to 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 move around a bit and and see things, if you know what I mean? Oh, sure. Uh, I mean, if you're specifically touring, would be the obvious reference here, um, but. Outside of that, if, you, if you're asking if it feeds the creativity, is that kind of what you're... Yeah. I, I suppose, but I don't think any more than just... Being um, stable for me. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think having both is probably ideal, but... Um, yeah. Well, we all want our cake and eat it as well, <laughs> which, which is important. <clears throat> no, I like to have both. I like to to move around and play music after I've spent my kind of cave time <clears throat> and is it oh. is it really cave time Do, when you're recording are you just submersed in it <clears throat> yeah both writing and recording <clears throat> i'm just now outfitted to kind of do everything myself i mean i finally got a uh, digital audio workstation i just bought a midi keyboard um Wow, going and up I'm, in the world. I know. <laughs> and I'm learning how to use it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I've got some good friends who will loan me top quality microphones when I it's time to cut vocals and stuff like that. So this has kind of been my dream, really, going back 30 years, is to be totally self-sufficient and not really need a studio. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, technology is so amenable to that now um, so i'm kind of i couldn't be happier with the the ability to hide out and pretty much do everything in at home yeah i was talking to another musician <clears throat> last week about that <clears throat> on one of these interviews and it, i always reference what i'm reading at the moment so i'm <clears throat> i'm i'm reading david burns book 
how music works. I don't know oh, if yeah. you've ever looked I've at seen that. it. I, I have not read it. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's quite interesting that, I mean, he kind of references in there the fact that we, we've kind of come full circle when, when it comes to recorded music because mm -hmm, recorded mm -hmm. music in the first instance was actually really quite, <laughs> um, should we say simple, you know, uh, you would, you would literally scary. put, put something in front of, whatever it is you were recording and just mm -hmm. record what was yeah. essentially a live performance right 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 one microphone yeah. that's it yeah absolutely or a horn back in the, the early days of the edison <laughs> machines literally a horn that actually captured that sound yeah um but then we moved to a period where recording was essentially the the domain <clears throat> of the people in charge of the recording studio yes um and that meant that <coughs> musicians were, you know, yeah, came in, sat in, yeah. did their bit. Yeah, I but... never liked I never liked that model, which is, you know, kind of not necessarily by design, but by circumstance. I never really recorded in a studio. So <laughs> once I did, but it was, you know, very brief. I've never had the real sort of uh, typical record company pays for the studio time you spend it's just never been that for me so mm -hmm. and, 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 I, and i had an aversion to it anyway i kind of liked the idea at least of being self-contained so yeah that's where i'm at now you've got to have a really i mean to, i think to to enjoy <coughs> that at all you've got to have a really great relationship with whoever you're actually spending that well, time in the recording that, that studio would be with. Key. absolutely absolutely i've heard many horror stories about the opposite <laughs> what have you done to my music it's not yeah. sounding like me anymore yeah yeah absolutely if you're lucky enough to find someone who has the skill and the ear and you share an aesthetic then that that can be beautiful too but yeah and patience and patience well. yeah mm -hmm. yeah because it's going to need it uh, <clears throat> This latest album, mm -hmm. you 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 wrote that when? Uh, that was right. Context. Yeah, right at the beginning of um, twenty twenty one. So, was that right? Now I'm now I'm getting lost. I think it was. You know, I think it might have been twenty twenty. It was twenty twenty one. Yes, it was the beginning 2021. of twenty twenty one. Right around. Um, I think I wrote the first song and tracked it at home just guitar and vocals and sent it to rob Ayler's on christmas day i was being very rude <laughs> but, but, but I, I was so excited about it i wanted you know because we had already agreed that he was going to produce it and i wanted to sort of have him get something in at the end of the year so you weren't being rude you just saw that as a early christmas present didn't you? well yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> Exactly. You you were just giving off some of your excitement. I, I mean, that, isn't that partly what Christmas is about? Kind of sharing and excitement. Yeah. And well, that, uh, yeah. he 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 definitely took it that way. He's a very gracious, that's good, gracious man. That, that's that's definitely good. Now, when when <laughs> I last spoke to you and you you just released the last album, <coughs> right? You said you said that you were beginning to write already for mm -hmm, for mm -hmm. another album, and you said as part of that you were very definitely looking at um your guitar sounds for yes, this album. Right. 
Did it did it come off the way that you wanted it to? Yeah, I think um, if I have the timing or memory correct, I had just discovered dadgad tuning. That's right. And um, on a classical guitar, and lo and behold, the whole record is written in that way. Yeah. So so, so yes, it did pan out. Yeah. You it might not notice you might not notice it with the production that that's kind of the foundation of everything but but it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and any any specific apart <clears throat> from the, the apart from the different tuning was there any specific noises you were trying to get out of your guitar that you had No, before? no. I mean the guitar kind of I mean it's 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 already has its own sound right and and the yeah. voice the voicing of dad gad is so unique um so i didn't affect the guitar very much at all really even even when rob got a hold of it and <clears throat> we did the mixing not much change we just kind of mm. you know cleaned it up a little bit because i can be a little messy when, yeah. <laughs> when i'm recording but, it's but a no. it's a tuning it's a tuning that certainly suits your vocal range. Do you did you feel that? I did, I did. I was sort of you know I'm I'm learning more as I record like where I'm comfortable, both singing and you know obviously with the guitar. So earlier stuff that I recorded was all in standard tuning, and you know I don't think my voice has dropped that far, but <laughs> now, I, I can't I can't sing some of those songs now in. <laughs> in regular tuning so i guess i guess it has well yeah apparently it's something that happens to all of us over time. <laughs> that's true um although i i found that my my natural lower range has dropped slightly but mm -hmm. i can still i can sing sing falsetto cool over the top. cool so this you know. this new record i it's an ep i just finished the sixth song and like i said i recorded everything at home this this time it's not in dad get it's but it's in baritone tuning right on a standard acoustic just tuned down but i think i, I managed to sing the lowest note i've ever sung wow i mean it's real low do you uh, know what it is <laughs> i no i don't but uh, Kristen was listening she's like how did you get that low, <laughs> like, low. I, I don't think i could do it like on demand it took a lot of takes to actually get it you weren't listening to like barry white beforehand <laughs> no 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 <laughs> I might have, I might have been of... channeling him but not no i did not listen yeah <laughs> now in the middle of all of this as well you you actually released a, a cover of <clears throat> an elvis song oh yeah yeah uh i fell in love with that song um i mean actually it was i'm kind of rediscovering some of the the old standards, obviously, mm. on on um, Yellow Throat, there's a cover of We Small, which I had never heard before. Um, that whole record is pretty amazing. I don't know if you're familiar with it at all, but yeah. Um, and so when I was writing that record, I was listening to a lot of the old crooner stuff, and I think it kind of informed, obviously, the singing on that record. But it also like opened me up to stuff that I hadn't pay, paid attention to stuff that I had kind of maybe ignored before. And so when we were on tour, this most recent tour, I think that song just came up on a playlist or something. And 
I just love the melodies. I, I don't like the, the way that it's produced in the Elvis version, which is over the top. Over the top. Yeah. But I, I knew the song had some real beauty in it. And, you know, I had, I just knew I had to play it. Yeah. I had to learn it and I had to play it. Yeah. It, mm -hmm. it, it feels as though you're developing into a, a, a modern day crooner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take that the right way. Uh, okay. Oddly, yeah, I don't, uh, I've never thought of myself as a good singer. <laughs> and maybe yeah. I'm still not, but I mean, that would be probably my my slant. Although the, the I have another um, band, band record that I, is also in production right now. Rob's playing drum on, drums on that. And I've got some friends playing bass and guitar and that, those are all recorded. They're just about to be mixed. And that's, yep. there's not much crooner going on. It's more rock. So Got it's it. kind of, it's you're, like, you're going, go a bit more. It's going, going back to kind of my earlier yeah. stuff where there's a little bit more grit, less, the notes aren't as long. You know, it's, it's still in the, the right register because it's, it's all written on baritone, but it's, so those would probably be two, my two modes, you know, yeah. a little more grit and then, some of that crooner stuff are you but at I, a point in your career where you're you're kind of more comfortable <coughs> with that now that you're you're just feeling that it's nice to have a a, a project over here which is you know different sonically from a project over there and it's nice to just explore one and the other and not necessarily feel any kind of um obligation to to be anything in particular. Yeah, I, I don't know that I ever felt <laughs> that obligation. <laughs> Good but, for but, you. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, no, nobody pays attention anyway, so it was just me doing my thing over, you know, in the in the corner. But um, yeah, I I basically find it usually be, just begins with a guitar or whatever guitar I've kind of gotten magnetized by. I'll just find I've I've got songs and I know I got a record, yeah. So so the the mess kit, which is the band record, <clears throat> was written on a Dan Electro baritone electric, and uh, I knew it was going to be a band record. Then I just bought this Penguin. I wish I had it here. It's such a cool guitar. Uh, Penguin um, Gretsch Penguin. You know the the parlor guitars. Yeah, yeah. I, I I love this guitar. I'm gonna have to get like a whole fleet of them because I, I, <laughs> I'm worried that it's gonna break and I'll never. It's just I'm so attached to it. But that's what I'm. The record I just, it's actually an EP. I just six songs I just wrote on that. So I'm just sort of driven by the instrument. By the instrument, and believe it or not, I'm actually the next record is gonna be keyboard based and wow. gem, djembe. <laughs> right. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so where did that come from? Uh just again, um I think the keyboard I kind of uh, I was messing around with um the beginning of last year. Um <clears throat> and I just fell in love with the sounds on it. So so it would be the same thing as the guitar, just the sounds that I'm getting. And I just always knew that I wanted to record a hand drum kind of thing with vocals mm -hmm. over it so 
I'm getting this EP out of the way, and then I'm diving into the the more experimental keyboard djembe. They might not be keyboard and djembe, but keyboard djembe, two different things, but if that makes sense. You're trying to challenge someone at some point, I think, here to, <clears throat> at some point in your career, put all of these together in, a, <laughs> in an eclectic playlist <laughs> <laughs> and, and make them all work together. Yeah, I just, you know, this is the f this EP that I'm working on is the first one that I would say I've produced because I have the capacity now. I have a home mixing thing with Logic and I have a keyboard with MIDI stuff. So, you know, I'm using 808 drums on a song, which, you know, I've never done that before. Yeah. And, it, and it's just over in a, one of my regular acoustic songs and I love it, you know, so I'm, there's so much more. I don't know, potential for, uh, I mean, it always will begin with kind of the song. I'm not really like a sound first. I'm a song first guy. Yeah. And the sounds are like just to sort of help uh, illuminate the, the the depth of the, or the breadth of the song. <clears throat> so. There's some nice tension in some of the songs on this um, Yellow Freight album. I, I felt that, um, <clears throat> at times the guitar was pacing along mm. and then your vocals quite slowly delivered and it's almost like there's a tension between the the delivery of the vocal and mm. the guitar mm. did that make sense what kind of tension do you mean like in the the typically if if your guitar sort of do, 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 uh, like that yes but that the vocal would go with that completely. I see. I see. Yeah. And and that would, <clears throat> you know, it would kind of set the tone for the whole, if you like, uh rhythm of the song. Mm -hmm. But there was kind of like the, the guitar almost felt like it was trying to get ahead of the vocal sometimes. And I hmm. I really quite like that because yeah. It, yeah. I, yeah. I guess I haven't really thought about it. I kind of just I don't plan the vocals. They just sort of, I mean, the whole song process is very mysterious to me. <laughs> I mean, I just write what I hear, if that makes any sense. I don't yeah. have a an idea about like, oh, this would sound good here. I never, the minute that thought, if it ever happens. It's not a it's, deconstructed. It's not, view. it's, it's no. not, it's, it's organic and, but I appreciate it. I hadn't really, I don't really know what it sounds like to other people. So it's hard for me to say yes or no. Oh, that's a bit like us and our voices, isn't it? Yeah. Right. No one <laughs> ever really understands what they sound like. Um, I, I've always been fascinated by that. Have you? I mean, the, the fact that you don't really understand what your voice sounds like to other people. <laughs> yeah. And when you hear recordings of your voice, you're like, Whoa. It, it, it sounds thinner and like it's because you're not getting the uh the resonance of the skull you know in your yeah. ears yeah yes i it's agree a, it's a it's a very strange process i mean actually what some singers have done over the years to try and try and whilst they're recording have that big sound mm -hmm. in their head you know coming back at them um 
it's it's quite interesting you know people have done all sorts like that that you shouldn't do in a recording <laughs> studio like have the, all the instruments playing out loud and you then sing over the top of it which means yeah. that obviously you've got you know lots of bleed lots of bleed but yeah no you just you just record stuff dry the vocal dry yep do, do, do you mm -hmm. do you always record the vocal last uh yeah i mean i usually i mean i've always starts with the song and i usually get once i've got the final lyrics i'm usually tweaking just the getting those words and syllables right and then once i it snaps i i know that it's ready i don't really practice the song i just start recording right away so which is probably stupid because I end up having to punch like crazy to get a doubled track that, you know, it doesn't sound like garbage, but I'm so excited to like, just fly right into capturing what I've just, what has just materialized that I, that's always been the way I do it. I don't want to wait, like, which is why I couldn't imagine like the old school style of like a band getting a bunch of songs and then waiting to book a studio. And like, I just, I wouldn't be able to, I'd be jumping out of my skin. Yeah. I need, I need the immediacy of like recording as soon as I know the song is complete. I need to be able to, to put it down. Yeah. Just guitar and vocals. And then, then everything else can come later. All that kind of dressing is, is a down the line. So now, cause your voice is so down there. <laughs> 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 Well, one of the things I found again when I was listening to it is it was actually quite easy for me to harmonize with you mm. up there. Mm -hmm. Have you have does it ever occur to you to 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 get a, a female harmony in there? At all? It has sure it has occurred. It just hasn't um, made any sense, like logistically or um, I get too lazy about like pursuing it <laughs> i mean I, I i have the idea and then i think yeah that'll never happen <laughs> i'll never yeah. but if someone were there and they you know i mean it would have to be like a uh the convenience factor would have to be extremely high for me to to pull that off yeah um <clears throat> one of the things i will say is you've you've done that psychological trick on me which is that you've called <clears throat> this album I, I presume what I've been sent is the actual artwork for the album, this this blue cut-up photo of you. Is that yes, right? Yes, yeah, it is. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you so you call it <coughs> yellow throat. Yeah. And then you've used blue. <laughs> <laughs> now I always think that's quite interesting when when that happens because you you know that that kind of psychological trick that your mind plays <clears throat> when you read one colour. Because mm. you're actually reading yellow, but yellow's in blue. You know, I didn't do that consciously, but I like the, <laughs> that you've picked up on that because there's probably something to that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, what do you take yellow throat to me when you when you I have no you... idea. You tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind um, of thought kind, of it as kind like... of kind of as someone that's that's not. I mean, yellow to me or as a as a term means mm -hmm. kind of someone that's uh, chicken chicken. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that that's it. That's the idea. Mm. Um, and I'm a birder. I don't know if I've shared that with you uh, before. That I'm a bird watcher. Yeah. And uh, I remember. <laughs> yeah, 
And I remember reading a factoid about the common yellow throat that the male of the species is the the one that um, it, it climbs to the top of the, like the tallest little reed to sing its song. But even though it exposes itself to prey, hmm. it, it finds this stalk to kind of perch itself on and then let loose. And I was like, all right, that's, <laughs> I am a chicken and I can identify with that. That's you know? cool. Mm -hmm. And the other thing though, about <clears throat> the, the color and the tone and everything of it is it's got that kind of classic jazz look to it as well, right? Yeah, that again, that wasn't intentional. My, I had a design for the cover that was the same picture, but uncut like that, uncut and unflipped. Colors yeah. colors were basically the same. Font was different, but uh, Nick at the record at Disk Drive, um, you know, has a kind of good design sense. And he said, let me let me take a shot at it. And so he shot back with that, which was much more graphic. Mine yeah. was a lot. Mine was a lot moodier, kind of very like Leonard Cohen, just darker. And his was had a little bit more punch, and I would it's say almost like it's a John Coltrane album, but gone wrong. <laughs> gone wrong. Thank you. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah, but in a, you know, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I do. It's kind of, yeah, but it's I like kind it. I, I like it, and I I do I like the. You know, I don't know if I'd ever be able, you know, consider myself in the jazz vein, but um, certainly with that wee small cover, I was in that headspace of a kind. Maybe that heart space was a better way yeah. to put it. Mm -hmm. Well, Charlie Parker was called Bird, right? He, true, true that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yes. he was Bird, you're Yellow Fruit. I suppose the songbird thing is part of it. I mean, this is probably my the, my most singy record yet you know like yeah i really spent a lot of time i mean i feel like i i um learned something about singing on this record and a lot of that was because of working with rob you know in the past i would just i had a very demo approach to things where i would just fire off a kind of rough take and say that that's fine that's the song and rob really wanted me to like try to pay more attention basically mm. and you know i really have him to thank for that um because it helped me really focus on singing and learn something about how how to use that instrument that i hadn't developed yet so um and i and i feel like i'm i'm a i'm better for it now also interestingly in terms of the titles You've got these titles that go all the way down the record, which are singular words, and then you get to the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it, I mean, was that does that kind of deliberate as well? The fact that you've got just singular standout words for, for each of the titles, and then you get to the end, and then mm. you've got in the wee small hours of the morning. It's almost like uh, this mm. is the this is the close to this now. It's almost like that's the well, you know, that's that's where this finished in the wee small hours of the morning. <laughs> hmm, yeah, I, I I noticed that too. That I don't, at least on this record, the on Yellow Throat, the single word. I think again, part of that was just uh, laziness, like not wanting to overthink titles, and um, 
just like spur of the moment like what's the name of the song and whatever word jumped out at me that was the name of the song in the wee small hours of the morning is the name of the song i couldn't shorten it i mean no you have actually got another one in there haven't you passenger side as well oh yeah yeah there you go there you there go, you go. <laughs> that's that's two words what, what what you know why passenger side that's it's a really interesting title i mean it's yeah. it's um you know it's 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 quite a cool title actually for a song thank you because there's so many songs about being in the driving seat <laughs> 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 it's quite I, nice to notice yeah. this this other mm -hmm. side yeah yeah i don't I, 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 when I, uh, I just, I released that as the third single recently and was forced to come up with a, a blurb about what the song was about. So I hadn't really thought about it until I had to do that. Uh, because I don't write lyrics in that way. It's not really like I have an idea about a song. I just sort of, I take dictation of the words that come and then I make sure I've got that dictation right. And then later I sort of, maybe could put together a a meaning if you will but i don't really like to do that even but i do think the gist of it would be for me it's a kind of about the journey of love or romance that there's a kind of you're just along for the ride um you're not no one's driving in some sense if it's good there's no sort of one running the show and there's a couple images in there about um, possums crossing the street, a pair of possums <clears throat> crossing the street at midnight, just kind of this hidden away aspect of, and paying attention to, to the scenery as you're going along. So so being kind of tra transported maybe would be the word. Yeah. You've had fun <laughs> with the videos on this as well. Okay. I have. <laughs> I, I like making those. I mean, that's another aspect of, the process yeah. for me is is making those things <clears throat> you, you love you love a mask sir yeah man don't yeah. really i don't really want to be myself right <laughs> is that what that's about is, is i that... think so i think yeah. so I don't, I don't you know myself is reserved for people who know me not for you know the public so to speak even playing live is kind of a performance mask thing not but but only for the sake of letting the songs be the show not the person mm. i don't really i'm not a showman and i don't have that kind of skill set so my and, and job in video in video it, it all seems a bit more <laughs> fake anyway yeah it's... right you, it's artificial and you've got that kind of it's an illusion because it's it's on film <laughs> it's right yeah so yeah. yeah lives lives different and i've seen you play live so mm -hmm. i think live there is a relationship between the person that's playing and the <clears throat> and the audience mm -hmm. um and if it's if it's good then it's it's an honest relationship absolutely yeah 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 it's not a it's not a you know i'm up here doing this you're paying to watch me yeah. thing it's it's a you know like being around a campfire sure is, sure is the best way i'd put it you know yeah yeah 
I like that. Yeah, someone's someone's playing. Someone just happens to be playing the guitar. Everybody's mm-hmm. emotionally involved mm-hmm. in it, and it's you know, I sometimes I sometimes wonder whether musicians shouldn't just do that as well. Just have an evening where they like they kick it off, and then everybody else just takes over. Mm-hmm. Sure. Would you, would you enjoy that? Uh, hmm, that's a good question. If it would serve the song, I, I'm so faithful to. Um, that's, but I mean, that's you a, could actually you could actually keep your own song, right? Sure, sure. I'm just saying that you know, would it would, it, would you enjoy it if? You know, you for once of an evening, mm-hmm. that that kind of audience stroke person performing thing was just broken down completely. And it was, I'm going to start off, I'm going to do some songs. And then if mm-hmm. you bought a guitar, you can get up and you can join in. You can. Oh, sure. I don't have any need yeah. to be, need to be, you know the uh, master of the stage. <laughs> no, no, I don't, you know. Yeah, I confuse the hell out of promoters. But <laughs> yeah, <it's your> word. <laughs> People are paid to come to this, but they're taking part in it now. Goodness knows what's what's going right. on. That, that a, means you have to get up on stage next time you're there when I'm playing, all right? That's... Yeah, well, that's fine. I, I <laughs> honestly wouldn't mind. It's, it's quite interesting because there's actually an event going on at the moment in the in the centre of London, which mm-hmm. is very similar to that. It's a, a group of performers are a meeting in a in the round in an outdoor space and they're just starting <clears throat> stuff mm-hmm. and then oh yeah people are from the crowd are just taking part mm-hmm. it's quite you know it's quite that's liberating cool. that, that's very cool sure absolutely i mean that that is i mean there's a whole form of music that's you know social music i don't know if you you ever listened to that um american anthology of folk music do you remember when mm. that came out it was divided up into uh, ballads. Um, can't remember what. Social songs was one of the one of the distinctions, and it's basically about these communal, communally shared, yeah, songs. So, I'm all for that. Yeah, I'm all for that. Well, again, um, mention him again, but David Byrne actually <laughs> talks about that in his book. Oh the yeah, fact that actually. It was quite a long way into the performance of music or live music that actually people <coughs> listened mm. <laughs> in the way that we listen these, these days. Mm-hmm. Initially, when music was shared, it was it was kind of a a communal event. It was a you know yeah um, yeah pe- people would actually carry on talking and doing other things and whatever, and someone would be playing right. music it was not until quite a lot later that mm-hmm. actually people sort of stood and watched <laughs> yeah i know that that's sort of the awkward thing about it there's a i mean there's a commodification aspect there's the making people heroes i mean i don't know it's a, it is a very strange phenomenon and it just the music industry is kind of built upon that model which i don't know <laughs> it's, it's well, a very, 
you know it's it's being broken down all the time though the music mm. industry what is mm -hmm. the music industry anymore anyway mm. i mean you know isn't that back in the hands of well i i think it's two two very different things it's it's really interesting again talking to someone the other day on one of these we were both saying we cannot it might just be our age but we can't really kind of name what's in the charts at all now yeah like that's when, true when that's i was true. young you you knew what was going on <clears throat> you know you had mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you had like top of the pops and you had the top 40 and and everybody kind of took notice of it and mm. And mm -hmm. there was almost a race to buy stuff to put it up the charts and everything. And it's almost like, you know, there's there's popular music stuff that's going on and popular culture stuff that's going on. And then there's a whole load of people that just are finding music that they like and enjoy and whatever. And they really couldn't care about any of this <clears> other stuff. That's, that's going true. On. That's true. There's streaming services and all that. Yeah, it's totally fractured. Um, I suppose, you know, it would be the, the industry is still people trying to make a living doing it. It's not music per se, but it would be the, the professional part of it still has markers of that kind of yeah. old model, but no, but no music itself is, is kind of everywhere. They're sold out for eight nights at Wembley stadiums. Sort of <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. Every everybody in the world owns your T-shirt. There you go. That's that's what it that's what it's come down to. Have you have you a favorite track from this album, or or, or can you not separate one off? I I'm gonna I'm gonna plump for Elephant. Yeah, yeah. I like that I, one. Uh, yeah, it's it's got the heavier, um, more rocking. That's probably the rockinest tune on there. Yeah. Um, I like, I like Elephant a lot. I think when I play live with is the very stripped down versions of these songs. They are basically the origins. Streets does it for me. Mm. Um, so on the record though, I don't know if it comes across. I don't know if I, I got that totally right. If, um, but I don't know. I don't know if I have a favorite. I think uh, I'm trying to remember what's on it now. I haven't. <laughs> I, I haven't paid attention to it in a long time. I'm on to yeah. the next thing. So I don't know. I'll are you, you. Are you a bit time. like that? I'm gonna. I'm gonna finish soon. But are, are you a bit like mm -hmm. that? Are you always on to the next thing before you? Absolutely. Before I mean, I'm upset. Yeah. I'm obsessed with it once when I'm in the process of getting it right and getting it, yeah, you know, getting the mixes right and getting the, getting it to the realization. And then pretty much once I'm done with that, usually I'm already prepping for the next thing. So I don't really like to even go back to it. I don't even really like to listen to it again. <laughs> I don't, but you know, no, because when you play it live, it's a different thing anyway. Right? It is. It is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. So as you say, you can have your favorites live because how it's. Yeah, it's it's it has a different songs come across differently when you play them live. There's a energetic yeah. energetic with how the song sounds in a room with other people there that you don't get from just listening to it in earbuds. Yeah, absolutely.
Well, <clears throat> long may it continue. Keep, keep. Thank you, sir. You know, keep recording it. Keep getting the next thing out. Um, when this this album is this actually available now? Which? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yellow throat. Yeah, yeah, yellow throat is available through uh, Bandcamp, my Bandcamp, and disc <clears throat> disc drive. This is the first thing I've done that's going to be available on vinyl, even. Is it? Yeah. Wow. That's so, cool. Yep. Yeah, um, disc drive, which is in Seattle, is. Um, releasing it on vinyl and cd well you actually managed to get hold of some vinyl i know we're, we're sort of the, the production got a little delayed so i think it's end of this like in a few days it should be available oh in, perfect in our just hands. in time for my birthday yeah um yeah okay yeah 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 it's my birthday at the end of this month so well happy pre-birthday happy happy yeah i'm, I'm going to london for my birthday to watch nice I thought yeah. I'd do that. Yeah. Yeah. You deserve I, it. Thank you. I haven't, I, you know, I haven't been out enough this year um, to, to watch live music. It's just been one of those, uh, it's just been one of those things. Mm. But um, I did go to a festival in the summer. I, I did, when I say a festival, it was a, it was a small festival. So I quite enjoyed that because I really don't like the big festivals mm -hmm. now. Yeah. Um, it was just a few bands and that was that was nice um but yeah and i've been to been to a few gigs but yeah off to london for a gig on well, my birthday happy there birthday to you thank you thank you very much sir uh you know it's it's when you know you're getting old isn't it <laughs> <laughs> when, when people remind you yes <laughs> why do we have birthdays <laughs> i don't know so they can come up and remind us <laughs> uh, what what's what's um after after this then there's another album coming another solo album on its way there's a the which oh sorry another ep on its way yeah that's well i'm not sure what's going to come first the band record mess kit is full length and that's in basically in the mixing stage now right. but it's, it might take longer to get that realized it's those songs were written and recorded last year but the, the getting the whole band to <clears throat> put all the parts together is taking longer. The EP might come out before that because I'm working on it myself now. <clears throat> so that might be the end of the year. Well, you know, you've just got to remember that you've got to get something <clears throat> new ready to send someone at Christmas on Christmas Day. Hey, yeah, there you go. There <laughs> you go. go. <laughs> That's going to become a tradition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Christmas. Here's, here's a new song. <laughs> Fred, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Um, like, likewise. <clears throat> one day, mm -hmm. when you're next down Exeter Way, Bristol, Exeter, uh, mm -hmm. I'll come and see you again. And uh, you, this book's yours. Okay. Oh, that's very kind of you. No, 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 absolutely. <clears throat> uh, I've, you know, I've, I've had the pleasure of reading it. You, you can pass these things on. So there we go. Thank you. Thanks for, thanks for doing this again. Um, Thank you, Graham. I'll speak to you soon. Okay. Bye, Bye for now, Bob. Bye. <clears throat>